Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash, I don't work here, lady. Our next Reddit post is from Zax Morgan. I'm a 20-year-old male, and I took my friend to the grocery store today and waited for him in the car. While I was sitting there, the woman who had parked next to me decided to just push her cart between our cars and leave it there. Well, that doesn't sit right with me, because if you care at all, you can find a cart return somewhere nearby. And in our circumstance, there was one less than 30 feet away. So I got out of my car and grabbed her cart to take it back, but I also flipped her the bird. Well, I put her cart back and turned around to see her approaching me. She asked me if I flipped her off, and I said, yeah, because you didn't put your cart back, and it's literally the easiest thing in the world. She started lecturing me about respect and the unacceptability of flipping people off. Next thing I know, she's telling me to come along with her so we can go find my manager. Well, I obviously don't work there. I'm not wearing a company uniform, and in fact, I'm wearing sweats and an old t-shirt with holes in it. I very bluntly state that I don't work here, and the look on her face was priceless. She no longer had any way to make me atone for my egregious sin. She stuttered on her words for a second before asking me if I had parents who ever taught me respect. I responded, obviously I do. They taught me enough respect to put my effing cart back. Well, she had no clue how to respond to it and shuffled back to her car, leaving me feeling proud of my small victory against the Karen hood. Down in the comments, we have this contribution from Punk Rock Pizza. This is why I carry zip ties in my car. It takes 10 seconds to put a cart back, but only 5 to zip tie a cart to a car door handle. I'm, <laughs> I thought that would be the best response, but I actually quite like this from Oglebot. I would have put on a sad face and gone with her to see the manager. After the manager has their say, I would apologize to the manager about, about my deranged mom. Our next Reddit post is from Ginger Daisy. So I worked for a home care agency and was assigned to an independent living facility, mostly just medication reminders and housekeeping. The company I worked for was Shady AF. So much happened, I'm surprised I stayed on as long as I did, but I'll stick to what's relevant here. So, cliff notes. They cut my hours on days and evenings to the point that I lost my benefits. I had been hired for the full-time nights posting. It was just me and one other girl switching off 12-hour nights, 4 days one week, and 3 the next. 11pm to 11am. It was great and I loved it. Work was easy and I still got to see my residents. I usually got there at 10.30pm to get the report from the evening worker so she could leave by 11. My duties all night were to get reports, sign out keys, organize that day's paperwork, set the dining room for the next day, do like 4 people's laundry, and do room checks on like 10 people every 2 hours, and answer any emergency pages. Everything but checks and pages were done by 3am, sometimes 2am. Well, they hired a guy and decided to give him two of my shifts and two of the other girl's shifts. I was in charge of training him and had to sign off before he worked independently. I wasn't impressed, but said fine. The first shift, he shows up at 4am. The shift starts at 11pm. The work's done now, so he goes home. The next shift, he comes in at 7am and it's the same thing. The next two were no-shows. Then, finally, he shows up, and he was awful. I started looking for another job and found one quickly. I tried for four days to hand in my two weeks resignation. The supervisor wasn't available and the office was locked. On a Tuesday at 10am? So I dropped it in their mailbox and when they called me, I told them what date would be my last day. Fast forward two weeks. I get a call to go in. 
I explain I quit, why I quit, and that I don't work for that company anymore. Repeat this sporadically over the next two and a half years. I got calls at all hours. I called the area coordinator, the regional coordinator, always being assured it won't happen again. My final straw was a 4 a.m. phone call three years after I quit from the after-hour scheduler. I lost my cool. I called corporate and made them delete my number and file and told them I haven't worked for you for three effing years. The lack of having any schedule should have been an effing clue. If your company calls me again, I'll file harassment charges. Figure your stuff out and stop effing calling me. I don't work for you. And I hung up. It's been a year now, and I think it finally worked. Our next Reddit post is from PJ Expat. I was in a dollar store trying to check out, but delayed because Karen was busy complaining to the cashier about the quality of the products in the dollar store. To which I said, Karen, if you don't like the quality here, then go somewhere more upscale like Walmart, or if you've got the budget, Target. She then asked for the manager because that's what Karens do. The manager came, and for the next solid two minutes, she was complaining to the manager about how her staff was very rude, and suggested she should shop at Walmart or Target, and how insane it is to hire staff that promotes the competition. The cashier is smirking. I'm smiling from ear to ear. Karen finishes off with, If I was you, I'd fire such an employee. To which the manager said, Which employee said that? To which Karen and the cashier all pointed at me, standing there with my Coke and a bag of chips. To which the manager says, Ma'am, he's not an employee. To which Karen says, Then why is he here? The manager looks at me, then looks at her and goes, Buying stuff? I feel like this gives a good insight into like the mentality of a Karen. They just sort of assume that everyone else on planet Earth is just there to serve them. And it doesn't even cross Karen's mind that OP is there just to get a snack, not to serve her. Our next Reddit post is from Molly Blooms. I got a call from an absolute Karen today. She called my number thinking it was the Windermere Hotel in Arizona, I think. Anyways, she called, I answered, and she was like, Hi, my reservation got cancelled. I want to speak to your manager. I booked this room over a month ago and you guys were expecting me and some of my girlfriends. How could you do this to me? She was low-key raising her voice and I was like, I'm sorry, ma'am, but I don't work at a hotel. You have the wrong number. She responded with, Well, how come I called this number a month ago and it was the hotel? How do you have their number then? And I explained to her that this was never their number. It's just a simple misunderstanding and a typo on her end. So she started raising her voice at me and went, How could I have dialed the wrong frickin' number? Why are you keeping me from your manager? And I was like, listen, my number has a similar number, but you typed it in wrong. If you would kindly get your head out of your entitled, privileged butt, then maybe you'd be able to see how to type the right effing number in. She got pissed and hung up, and I was dead. Our next Reddit post is from Wyatt Kelly. Oh boy, I'm tired of being recognized. I live in a relatively small podunk college town with three grocery stores, a dying mall, and a slightly decent downtown. Because I work in one of those grocery stores in a pharmacy, I'm often identified when I'm out and about, and for some reason, I just look like I work there, wherever this mythical there is. This took place a few years ago, and since the manager is no longer with the store, I think I can write it up without retribution. 
I've got long hair, a beard, and I'm a bit on the heavy side. And I normally wear rock t-shirts and a leather biker jacket when I'm not at work. I wear this like armor, as I'm actually very passive and I don't want to be bothered when I'm out and about. I look tough, but there's nothing tough about my marshmallow soul. I had just finished watching a movie at our local dying mall, having gone myself since I just wanted to get away for a while, and I'm currently wearing a Doctor Who hoodie and jeans with my hair down and a Guns N' Roses t-shirt. As I'm exiting the theater, I hear that dreaded voice, the entitled call of a snooty customer. Hey, hey you! I turn around and see your average soccer mom with bleach blonde hair and a purse big enough to brain a camel, carrying a large collection of trash. She's holding the trash with one hand, her struggling child with the other, and stares at me pointedly. I don't want to believe what's about to happen, but I steal myself. Yes? Throw this away. No please, no asking, just a demand. Why? Oh, you'd think I just offered to split her child in half in front of her with a broadsword. You work at that grocery store. You're used to this. Amazing. She knows I don't work here, but she still thinks I'm put in this earth just to serve her. I just roll my eyes and turn away, scooting towards the bathroom. Sorry ma'am, I gotta pee. And I do just that, taking a quick leak and a long time washing my hands. By the time I exit, the woman and her kid are gone. I figure that's all that's gonna happen with this, just some entitled person who thinks that I work retail so she can treat me like an indentured servant. Oh boy was I wrong. Two days later, I'm back at work, cleaned up, hair in a ponytail in uniform, just doing my thing slinging drugs at the pharmacy, when one of our most hated managers shows up. Let's call her Gladys. Mostly because she's always seemed to me to be like the antagonist of Portal. Passive-aggressive, snobby, and more than happy to toss her weight around. OP, would you come with me, please? I'm a bit shocked since I haven't been in trouble with this job for over five years, and my mind immediately starts spinning through anything I may have done in the past week or so. Gladys takes me back to the manager's office, picks up some papers, and has a seat. OP, I had a complaint about you the other day from a customer. I sink down, trying not to shake with panic. What have I done? She says you were very rude to her at the movie theater the other day and refused to help her. Silence. I just blink a few times at Gladys. I'm sorry. What? Gladys repeats the accusation. When you work for this company, you represent us even though you're not on the clock. Now, I'm not only going to give you coaching, but I want you to watch what you do in the future. No. Gladys looks back at me in shock. Did I just say no to her? What do you mean, no? I said no. I'm not taking coaching for something that happened off the clock. I lean forward, folding my hands in my lap and glaring at her. Why are there no other managers here? Why is my pharmacy manager not here? Shouldn't he be here when I'm being coached by someone who's not even in my department? Speaking of which, where's our department manager? Could you show me in the code of conduct handbook where it says that I can't refuse to clean up after someone when I'm not on the clock? Doesn't it say in the training videos that we watch to not work off the clock? Gladys is doing her best impression of a gaping fish by this point, eyes wide and staring back at me. I don't think she was expecting the happy-go-lucky nerd in the pharmacy to take such a hard line and not just roll over to her casual bullying. I stood up and opened the door. If you want to take it up with my manager, please do. But do know that if I hear anything about this, I'll take this all the way to the store's manager, your boss, or corporate if I have to. I left shaking with anger. 
I'd heard others in the store complain about this manager before and how she'd try to toss her weight around, but I'd never had it happen to me before. I don't know if the original customer was a friend of Gladys and she thought she'd get some revenge, but I never heard anything else on the matter. Two months later, Gladys was let go in a store restructuring. Every other manager was shifted or reassigned, but she was the only one to be shown the door. OP, clearly what you should have done is just start billing random overtime hours. And when you get challenged for why you were working one random hour on a Saturday, just say, Oh yeah, Gladys demanded that I work extra hours when I wasn't on the clock, so this counts as overtime, right? Either you would have gotten paid, or corporate would have held Gladys over a fire. Either way, it's a win-win for you. Our next Reddit post is from Hucklebuck. First, my son is 12 years old. He's about 5 foot 10 and 190 pounds. He's taller than me. So pre-quarantine we went to Target and my son is in a red shirt. He's old enough and heavy enough that kidnapping is not likely, so we let him go a few aisles over to the video games. We give him 5 to 10 minutes. A woman comes up to him and says, You're not very helpful. And my son says, I'm sorry? Well, help me. I don't know how. About here is where I turn the corner and can see him. Yes, he has a baby face, but he could pass for a 15 to 16 year old. Where is your manager? I don't know. How long have you worked here? I don't. (laughs) Now, I'm trying not to be seen and laughing. Call me a bad parent, but he's smiling and in no danger. Little Karen has the speak to the manager haircut and a giant oversized purse. Why didn't you say so? You started talking to me. I didn't want to be rude, but I... An employee comes up and says, can I help you? My son says, please, she... But the Karen cuts him off and starts complaining. My son sees me laughing and he starts laughing realizing what happened. The employee sees me and him laughing and immediately figured it out. Karen looks more angry. I have to imagine this is normal for Target. Poor Target employee. My son explained it to my wife when we stopped giggling. And when people asked OP why he made the post instead of his son, he says, My 12-year-old is not on social media, mostly by choice, but also because of toxic people. He has NFL dreams and watches people get in trouble for 10-year-old tweets. He decided he doesn't need it. He plays a lot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare and deals with enough toxic people there. As a professional YouTuber, I definitely understand where he's coming from. I really need this YouTube channel to succeed because if I ever go for a job interview and they decide to Google my name, well then they've got several hundred videos of me criticizing people on the internet, so I probably won't get the job. That was r slash I don't work here lady, and if you enjoyed this content, then follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit episodes every single day.